Hey guys, welcome to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. My name is Anita. I am your money mindset coach and makeup mentor. This is a podcast where we talk little about makeup and we actually talk all about the business side about being a freelance makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $500 billion industry and we're tapping into it simply just by believing that we can. So if you have the limiting belief that we can't make money in this industry, mm, this podcast is for you. I'm not only going to tell you all the things that I've learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be bringing on the experts in the beauty industry to go over their tips, tricks, strategies, and stories so that you can take your business to the next level. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. I am super happy and grateful today. As always, I have one of the best guests for you guys. She is someone who just has been coming up on my social media a lot. We are so similar and just wanting to help makeup artists just truly up level in a way with their business and see all of their fullest potential. I'm always reposting all of her social media. The content that she shares is so amazing, the way that she shows up. So her name is Jasmine Jones. She is based out of South Carolina, and she is a bridal business strategy coach. So there are so many things that we're going to be talking about on this podcast episode today, and I am just super excited to have you on the podcast, finally. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I have literally been like binge listening to all of your podcasts episodes and I try and pop into your Instagram stories every now and then just so I can see you know your cute little pup (laughs) yes I love a good fur baby so thank you so much for having me here oh Mia loves to hear that don't you love that Mia (laughs) oh that's so cool I was actually just listening to the episode that you and Kathy did because Kathy was a speaker today for the mastermind and guys Jasmine was also a speaker for my mastermind I'm just so excited for you guys to hear all the goodies but that episode is so good it's fire I love that thank you thank you so much yes I love like anytime when I get to just nerd out about anything business mindset like I am a happy camper (laughs) same same So we usually start off our episodes with a little bit of rapid fire. This helps us warm up a little bit and, you know, some quick questions uh, just so the crowd can get to know you a little bit. And my first question for you is, how old were you when you first started doing makeup? Oh my goodness. How old was I? Like... 15 or 16 it was definitely like later on I was a chapstick and just like mascara kind of girl and I actually really got into it like in my 20s like in my like late teen years in my early 20s oh my gosh that's like the first some reason that's the first answer I've ever got where somebody like started when they're in their teens it's always like really really early and then I am such a tomboy like I'm such a tomboy <laughs> me, too, me too it's funny I don't know I people probably see us as like I would not think of you as a tomboy but oh my gosh I feel like as I get older like my old tomboyish ways are like slowly dying off and it's like okay like now the heels are coming out it's like okay like you know grown woman stuff <laughs> Same, same. I've been saying bro a lot. I don't know if you'd notice on my social media and my podcast lately, but I hung out with some like frat people and it just stuck forever. And I'm like, no, the only is coming back. Oh my gosh. That's too funny. 
okay so the next rapid fire question is how did you learn how to do makeup okay so i started learning on youtube and that is when i had my own apartment and i would literally just like sit all day on the floor and i would just like binge watch like youtube like all of the little uh, beauty gurus and then it wasn't until um probably like i was like 23 24 that i took my first like in person makeup class like a, outside of like cosmetology school i don't really consider that because it's like this is how you swipe eyeshadow and they don't really go in depth for the cosmetology program that i did and i hear that a lot too oh. wow that's so eye-opening i love hearing the beauty gurus like people who love like watching the videos and stuff like that that's like who was someone that you liked from there? Oh my gosh, I loved Carly Bell. Nicole Guerrero, I think that's how you say her last name. Those were some of my favorites. In like OG days, like Candy Johnson, like I love her. Oh, yay. Well, that kind of leads to my, my next question because my question is, who is a makeup artist that you look up to? Oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. I love so many people, but I think Sam Fine, I'll probably have to say him because I have his book I have his DVD I've always wanted to take one of his in-person class I've never done it though but it's still on my list but I I love his work wow yeah that's like that's dedication right there <laughs> yeah I love that let's see my last question for you is the hard one <laughs> what is your favorite foundation oh goodness I'm definitely going to have to say Bobbi Brown. Right now, I'm like going back and forth between like Estee Lauder and Black Opal. But Bobbi Brown, I tried out their foundation maybe like two years ago, just like, you know, testing the waters. And I tried this one shade. I don't even remember like what like foundation, like if it was like a matte or dewy, but it was literally like mint for me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this be like my everyday thing. But you know, like back then I was like, okay, Jasmine, you know, you have to be on a budget and it's okay like <laughs> downsize no. to something else but it was awesome I love their foundation no did no I think a few people said Bobby Brown but mm -hmm. is it the same for you and your kit like what do you usually use in your oh. kit in my kit I use NARS and Estee Lauder and airbrush is it Estee Lauder is it the double wear yes the double wear Ooh. absolutely all day every day <laughs> Everybody swears by it. I need to put it in my It kit. is I've, awesome. I've been using the Marc Jacob. I guess I've never really tried the Estee Lauder like double wear yeah. on my clients before, but I'm like curious to see. Like, I just love the coverage on it. It looks so Yeah. Sweet. It's literally been in my kit for like the last couple of years. Okay. Noted. <laughs> I know more. Sold. <laughs> I love that. All right. So I love, love, love. Obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we're really big on the stories here. I think the, the huge just mission with this podcast is just to have people relate. Like there's somebody who's going through whatever it is that we've been through. And that's why we became coaches. That's why we became mentors just because we didn't have anybody to relate to or look up to or, you know, coach us or, you know, tell us all these things and help us get to the next level. But before we get into all of the fun stuff, I just wanted to know a little bit more about you. Like I know you're in South Carolina right now, but like was makeup always the 
plan? Oh my gosh, no, it was not. (laughs) So a little bit about me and I'll try and give you like the condensed version, but ever since I was little, I've always had some kind of business, some kind of side hustle from like fourth or fifth grade, like selling bracelets, selling candies, making gift baskets, rounding up, you know, kids in the neighborhood, like making my own businesses. But I always knew that I wanted to do hair. And when I got to high school, right after high school, I went into cosmetology school. And when I was in cosmetology school, I actually ended up having a full clientele. I had a full clientele of cuts and colors and highlights. And it was because like, I always knew that that's the way that I wanted to go. So I was like printing out, you know, Vistaprint gift cards. And I would like leave them at coffee shops and places. And it wasn't until like one or two months before I graduated and the girl from the front desk, she was like, hey, they need some volunteers for this event coming up. And I was like, yeah, sure. Cause you get extra credit. So I was like, of course mm-hmm. I'm going. So I went and it was for Charleston Fashion Week and it was a five day event. And the very last day was wedding. So it was like the wedding day. And it was like maybe 80 models and like 40 hair and makeup artists. And I'm just like standing in the corner drooling, like what is this chaos? I need to be a part of it forever. And so I had already gotten like color tubes, hooded dryers, because I was planning on opening a studio. Once I graduated cosmetology school, I ended up having a yard sale, (laughs) selling all of that. And like my cosmetology teachers, they were at my yard sales, like buying my hooded dryers and things. And I was like, I'm going into bridal. So at the age of 19, I started my business officially, got a business license and everything after I got my cosmetology license. And I really had my business sit on the back burner for a long period of time because one, I was 19. I was used to, you know, working at somebody else's job where they told me, you know, what to do and when to do it. But me starting a business at 19, I hadn't yet developed that discipline. I hadn't developed the mindset that I needed to, you know, keep going when you don't see the results. So fast forward until, you know, probably like 2016. And I really started to get back serious in my business because I was just kind of like, I'm going to do my business. Oh, it's not working. I'm going to do it. It's not working. So then, you know, 2016, I started doing collaborations and I started to see like a little bit of like growth. People started to refer my business and I started to have to, you know, reach out to other girls to help me on, you know, like bigger wedding parties. So I had like girls that I would reach out to and it wasn't until 2018 until I decided, you know what, I have been playing small. I keep seeing this big vision that I just need to, you know, leave all of my other part-time jobs because, you know, even when I still had my business, I still had, you know, some kind of part-time hustle, you know, in the background. I had many, you know, part-time jobs because I always thought, well, in order for me to be successful, I need to, you know, do the most. I need to make sure that I have income coming in, you know, every single way. So I decided I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to see if these girls who I've been reaching out to to help me if they want to be on this team that I was hesitant to create. So I created my team and those girls that were on my team, you know, back in the day when I first started, they're still on my team today. So they're still here with me. Now I have a team of 16 right now. And the biggest thing that I had to overcome was, you know, the mindset part. And when I first started, you know, learning about the the beauty side, like I was, like I said before, like I'm I'm a chapstick and mascara kind of girl. So I was spending all of my checks that I was working, you know, on learning how to do, you know, hair styling better, learning how to do makeup better, but I never invested on the business side. So it wasn't until, you know, a few years later and I was like, okay, well, I just need to go ahead and start to, you know, Google, you know, 
how to set up a business plan. So I was Googling and YouTube and everything. And it came to a point where that no longer worked. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I need to go big or I really need to go home. So that's when I had some mindset blocks around really investing in my business around like coaches, courses, and programs. And I waited off a long time, but I did it. And once I did it, I just became so addicted because I started to see the ROI and people started asking me like, Jasmine, how are you growing your business? Like, what are you doing? I don't see you using ads. I see you doing all of these things and you're getting a lot of momentum. So I used to like go to coffee shops, sit down with like, you know, photographers and planners and I would give them social media tips and how to collaborate, how to do this and how to do that. And that's when I realized like, okay, my calendar has more, you know, coffee date of, you know, business marketing, you know, buying pickings, you know, like picking your brain sessions. And I was telling myself, Jasmine, you are not in a place to be a coach, to tell someone, you know, well, this is how I grew my business. These are the things that I had to come over in order to get to the next level because of how old I was. Or, you know, I thought people weren't going to take me serious because I have a bit of a, a animated personality sometimes. And I always thought that I had to kind of like dilute that in order for people to see me as, you know, who I thought that I was supposed to be. Right. So that's when I really realized like, okay, well, let me go ahead and start this coaching company. And I did that in uh, March of 2019. And this year, um, 2020 is really the year where I had the free time, you know, due to the pandemic yeah. to really show up more online because my bridal business has been dragging me along, but dragging me along in a good way. So I was like, okay, well, I have time to, you know, share the value. And it's just been so amazing, you know, working with so many people and just giving them the motivation and the courage that they need. And that's the whole sum of, you know, where I was and where I am now, but it's, it's amazing. <sighs> It makes me so excited. Yeah, I think it's like, there's a lot of things I want to touch back on because yeah. our stories are so similar. I don't think you realize like how similar they are. Like the coffee shop, the working oh, on yeah. like different jobs. Um, when you had side hustles when you were a kid, dude, that was oh, so me. I remember, literally. I think I was in middle school. I used to like draw a lot. I used to love drawing like graffiti and I drew on my Yes, phone. me too. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like, oh, that's really cool. Will you do mine? I'll give you a dollar. And I was like, you're going to give me a dollar? And I was like, okay. So I literally had this whole entire list of like this page where I wrote down their name and then yeah. I would do a drawing for their binder. And I had all these kids, like 50 kids would give me money oh and I'd God. go get snacks. And I remember this one time, this girl gave me $5 and I was like, oh, I was so shocked. It was so funny. So the fact that you said that, but it, it's just true. Like, like that's been in us since oh we were gosh. kids. It doesn't go away. And I, it's funny how like the similar personalities, like if you look at it, like how our stories are similar with the different side hustles, right? We had, we have this belief that we have to work and work and work. And so mm -hmm. like a, a lot of the work that I've done is like reprogramming my mind that I don't have to work a lot to make money. And I know you're similar on that because I listened to your podcast and like, oh, she, she's got it. I love all your content because it talks specifically to it. But it's true. Like you, you know, when you're so used to doing that, especially like when you're coming from a family that maybe does the same thing, like my family, my dad was always working. Like the oh, fact yeah. that he was always gone was a subconscious belief that I always had to be working. You know, I was never home. <laughs> 
And I want to know some of your side hustles, like side jobs, just because I've had, I can list off a few of mine. I used to paint. I was painting for this guy named Carlos Jose. I've been a bartender, server, like postmates, everything you could ever possibly think of. Girl, yes, girl. So, I mean, I used to, okay, so my biggest business that I had when I was younger was, so I had a yard working company. So I had the idea. I was like, let's start a business, guys. Let's make money. And they were just like, yeah. So I was like, okay, you two, you go around, go knock on the doors of people that have a lot of leaves in their yards. So it was like around the fall time. So I was like, go knock on their doors, ask them if they want, you know, somebody to like come and like clean their yard. We could do it for $5. And they're like, okay, cool. So they're like knocking on all the doors. And then like me and my friend, I did not know how to ride a bike. I still don't know how to ride a bike. Struggle. But I would like get on the back of the bike with like all of the equipment while my friend like steers. And I was like, okay, we're going to do that house and we're going to do that house and then they're going to be walking around the corner like I was always just kind of like delegating and telling people like where to go and then oh my gosh like when I was in high school I had like a gift basket business I would like bake cupcakes bake cookies I had like chocolate covered strawberry berries I would sell them for like Mother's Day and you know Easter Valentine's Day I was I was in business for like whatever if it was National yes. Biscuit Day we were making biscuits so <laughs> I always was ready oh that it's so true though like and then people will see your bridal business and they're like why did she you know she's got it so easy and all this stuff no oh my god this is in the blood it's been in the blood Oh my goodness. I'm legit so giddy about this. This is so funny. Okay, what well, I'm trying to think of some other things that you said that were just like so key. Let's see. So you're talking about how you failed and you left it and then you mm-hmm. came back. I want to oh, talk yeah. about that because oh so many people, like, I guess I kind of have that too, right? Like I'll start something and I'm like, eh, I promoted it for a week and didn't really happen. And it's like, we're, mm-hmm. our minds are just so creative. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. like when I found my mentorship, and like all the my podcasts and all that stuff that just flowed easy for me but I want to talk about like the why you quit it and like what did you do after you quit and then coming back yeah so when I really like gave in and like threw the towel in on my business that was probably around like early 20s very early 20s and I was just frustrated I was frustrated because I was you know posting on Instagram back in the day I was posting on Instagram it wasn't of a purpose the content that I was posting, it was just kind of like, you know, beachy hair, hair by me. And like everything that I tell people like not to do, that's what I did. So I was showing up consistently, but I wasn't seeing results because I wasn't really setting myself up for success. And I was getting frustrated and I thought that I had done everything under the sun when really I only did what I knew. And I was just like, okay, well, this isn't getting me anywhere. Let me just go and, you know, focus all my time and just clock in and out. So I have a home at any blow dry bar. Any blow dry bar, blow dry bars are my jam. And that's what I did. I just went to, you know, blow dry bars and I would just do hair and makeup and blowouts all day long. And I love it. Anything that's like, you know, high pressure, intense, you know, time crunch, like that's me. Mm. So I would be there and it just came to a point where I was working at a job, that same blow dry bar. And I get very bad migraines when I'm very stressed out and I'm like keeping too many things like inside, right? Right? Me too. So... <laughs> 
like my migraines get so bad like it triggers like vertigo and I can't even like do anything so I remember I was at this job at that blow dry bar and I like came in I'm the kind of person even if I feel like I'm about to like lay dead on the floor I'm still coming in because it's just this just the person that I am I just come in and I was just like not feeling it and I told the front desk person I was like hey I know I just came in but I'm not feeling that well can I go home and she was like okay well let me ask the boss and the boss was like, okay, well, if you go home, like who's going to do the blowout? And, you know, at that moment, you know, spicy Jasmine from back in the day, you know, I would have mm. said, you know, like, I do not care. <laughs> like, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, okay, well, what am I going to do? So she just had me just like sit in the office for like hours. And it was early. It was like, you know, bridal parties, you know, back to back. It was a Saturday. So I was just kind of like sitting there like, Jasmine, you started your business at 19 because you wanted to escape from feeling trapped and having people basically dictate your next move. You're sitting here, you want to go home, your head is throbbing, the, everything's spinning, and you have to sit here and do blowouts that you don't want to do. And that's really when I was like, okay, like, what am I doing? Like, let me get myself back together. Let me go ahead and reevaluate. And I really had to reevaluate. And the reason why I stopped before is because I didn't know why I was doing what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted money. I knew that I didn't want, you know, people to tell me what to do. And I really had to figure out like the deeper meaning. What is, you know, the real reason of my business? What is it going to do for me? What do you want it to do? So once I had a heart to heart with myself and I realized that I was like, okay, well, I can't just quit because I don't want to be, you know, like years down the line and, you know, be unhappy at a place that isn't bringing me joy because I decided to throw in the towel because things weren't working. So that's really one of the, the biggest reasons that I had a quit and then I came back one of the ones. Oh, that makes me so happy. I love that story. That is, I love how you said that, like you realized that you were being trapped again. That happened to me too. Like there's a situation where it's kind of similar where I was working at a place and I was kind of doing like receptionist. I still had my, oh, actually I couldn't have my business there. That was the case. I couldn't have my business and then if I worked there and I was like, oh, that's okay. Cause I can still do makeup, blah, blah, blah. And then you just realize like the same moment that you have, like, what am I doing? And there's no coming back from that moment either. You're just like, oh, and you know, it's funny because a lot of people are like, I don't know what to do with my life. But honey, when you know for a fact that this is not serving you and mm -hmm. you want to do something bigger, that's the scary part. I'm like, now I feel like I, you know, there is no coming back, you know, that you can't right. see like all the stuff that you've done. And I, I like sometimes you need those moments to get you out of your comfort zone and, and I also like to point out like how you know you said you weren't feeling good and like how I said I'm the same way like if, I, if I'm working a really long time or I don't eat or all this kind of things so, you know we get in that masculine energy and we're like hustle 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 we have we eat fast food we don't mm -hmm. sleep you know some people like they don't know how to snap out of that you know yeah. Even if you are working on your own, they're like, I see it all the time. Yeah, but I have a client. Blah, blah, blah. So like they're putting everything else before themselves. And like, I love our stories because I know you're, you've developed the same way that I have, where I now know that my energy is my moneymaker. So if something oh, yeah. is draining me, if it's causing me to be sick and like throw up and pass out, I'm like, oh no, I need this. I don't care if I take right. a week out. off, you know, it's a scarcity mindset when you keep working and working like, you know, all the kind of thing and I, I love touching on that that's so beautiful I love your story you, you just make me so excited <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs>
Okay, so we talked about how you you started going your route of doing your own business again, starting to be more consistent. I guess my question is like, you know, obviously for someone like us where we've hustled and hustled and hustled, like, and then you start to come into money doing something that you love. I have a question. If there's like any type of moment where you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Or if you're like, finally, you know, is there anything moment yeah. that you had like that? Oh my gosh. It's definitely been a couple of moments like that. I remember the biggest moment for me when I first started to actually make like money in my actual business. Like before I would struggle to hit like, you know, like 1K month. And then like when I started hitting like, you know, consistent 1K months, I was like, oh, snap, like, who am I? And then I was like, okay, cool, cool. And then I kept like going and going and going. And then, you know, that was around the time when I started to invest in myself. So I was like, okay, where else can I learn? Mm -hmm. And I just started like, okay, like, okay, well, I need to learn how to do that. And I remember one time when I realized that I booked like eight clients in one month or something like that. And I looked at how much money I made for that month. And like with you know services that I did plus like the booking retainers and all of that I made like almost 8k and I was like I was like what because I remember the days when I used to you know like go to all the Facebook you know pages and post like hey you know dates are open I'm booking my calendar is here and I would just get so frustrated and it's in a beast it was because like I was doing all of the right things but just like in the wrong orders or just like in the wrong uh you know, like ways. And once I started to really invest in myself and realize, you know, the the simple mistakes that I was making and made those mindset shifts of, you know, okay, well, who am I now that I'm making more money? Like, does that mean anything about me? Does that mean that I'm a different person? And I really had to do like daily mindset work to just keep myself in a space where I know like, okay, even if I make money, even if I don't make money, like that does not define. So going from not making into like actually making like, you know, a huge, like jump I was like okay am I able to maintain this and absolutely like mm. it's those mental shifts oh, this is so <laughs> exciting I know someone's listening to this right now and they're like wow like oh you know they're gosh. the same I you know there's a lot of people like that in our industry you know mm-hmm. who are all that hustle and they don't see the reward in them I think you just sharing your story and going out there and doing it is what makes the biggest impact right because now that person can go back there and get on another podcast and tell someone mm-hmm. how they did it yeah. and that's why coaching comes along like that's the next part I want to get into uh, but I like how you said how you made the money and then you get scared mm-hmm. and I maintain it that's something that right. I never really realized that would happen and I'm like you know you think when you have the money everything will change and so many people would tell me this all the time but again I'm a yeah. type of person I have to learn it and then you yeah. make money and you're like oh no what if it I work this hard for this long yeah and it all goes away and it's a whole different type of fear and I always tell people like the fear's not gonna go away you know people who make millions millions and millions of dollars like they know that and they know how to maintain that they know how to like flip that fear and all that stuff it's a superpower I'm telling you if you can flip that fear you are invincible you will never struggle ever again so I'm like so excited so I like how you are a coach who's invested into themselves like there's people don't talk about this but there's an invisible wall of like somebody who is you know having their own business and all that stuff and let's say they're doing all on their own and then and they then there's another person who has a business, but they decided to invest thousand dollars in a coach, two thousand, hundred mm-hmm. k, ten k. There's an invisible wall between those people.
people. Like, you know, there's just an energetic shift that happens when you invest in yourself when it comes to oh. with the coaches, stuff like that. And especially stuff like that is so personal. Nobody understands that. They're like, well, you spent how much on what? What right. am I going to teach you? And I'm like, leave me alone. This is what my intuition is telling me. And you don't even know what intuition is. So like, my question is like, who is first coach? And who, like, how did you like start listening to them? Yeah. And then when you invested in them, I like talking numbers. So like, how much was it? And like, what happened afterwards? Yeah. So my first coach, her name was Ashley Diana. She is an adorable purple hair business coach for hair stylists. And I found out about her. I feel like the universe like sent me to her because I was just, I literally hit a wall. I hit a wall with my business and I felt like, okay, well, I've always wanted my bridal beauty business to be, you know, making a certain amount of money. Okay. We're there. Okay. Well, I always wanted, you know, things to be like X, Y, Z. Okay. We're there. And I was just kind of like, well, is this all that I was like working towards? And then I didn't want to feel as if I was like ungrateful for, you know, the success that I got, but I knew that I needed to do something else because like I said before, I only had done, you know, what I knew how to do. So I invested into her program and her program was like $9.97. And that was like the first like big, big investment that I did. And I remember just like going to like her website, like probably for like a week or two weeks straight. And I would just like, look at it. Like, do I really need this? Like, you know, <laughs> like freaking myself out, like, oh my gosh, like, do I really need this? And I would like keep reading all the modules and reading everything. Like those long sales pages, like I'm that person that will sit there and read it. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well I need to do it. I just need to bite the bullet. So I did it. And after I, you know, did that program, it was probably like a six or eight week program. And just to be in an environment where other people have invested in themselves and like their business is like their priority, not just a hobby, you know, because I never really had any like real entrepreneur minded friends. It was just me and my family, just the black sheep. So I knew that I needed to surround myself with that to kind of like boost, you know, like the motivation and the vibes around me. So once I did that and I actually like showed up to each lesson and if she said, okay, go make a live video today and, you know, post your breakfast or whatever, like whatever, you know, and I would literally be like, okay, today I'm doing this today. I'm doing that because I was not playing around. I was like, I invested this money. I'm showing up. I'm doing everything, like everything. And for me, the results really happened like the second and third time that I like tweaked and tried to refine it. And, you know, once I made that shift, I realized, okay, like my mindset plays a big part into my success. If I don't believe that this program or course or, you know, whatever is going to teach me what I need to know, then I'm going to, you know, self-sabotage and not even, you know, use it correctly, or I'm going to like, you know, half butt it, you know, right? So I would like do it and I would say, okay, well, this kind of worked, but not fully. And then I would test it out and then I would try it again and I would like tweak it. And then that's when I really started to learn refinement and I was like, okay, like we're doing something now. And it really changed the game. After that, I was like, okay, what else can I spend my money on? Because I need, like, I was still stuck in that masculine energy back then. So I was like, I need more results. Where else can I spend my money? Yeah. Same. <laughs> that was me this whole year. And now I'm finally, yeah. I'm like, oh, 2021, no to everything. I just need to like finish every single module I've listened. Right. I like how you, one pointed out, like how you were looking at every single line of their sales page and all that kind of stuff. One, if you're a coach listening to this, might note that. And then two, if you're somebody who does that, like there's nothing on there that's going to say that's 
going to be worth for you to invest it, right? You're into mm-hmm. the reason why it keeps coming back up for you and coming to the surface is because it's meant for you. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's actually, this is more of the practical side for, I like giving practical and energetic. Practical, actually, if you ask someone seven times, if they want something, do you want it? 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 The seventh time they will say yes. And the reason why that happens is because like, if you notice that like whether you're shopping or stuff like that, it'll be in your cart or whatever. You're, I forget what it's called, psychological trick or whatever, but they're just ask. they're waiting for you to ask. Like nine times out of 10, they're just waiting for you to ask if you want to join. And I think that's like, oh my gosh, like it's so crazy. You know, like if that's happened with me when I invested $10,000 into the mastermind that, you know, and it was funny because there was another course where it was like 300 and I was like, I don't know if I want it. I want it, but I don't. And then I seen this one. I like the same thing, a sign. I was like, oh God, this is for me. I'm so scared. Kept looking at it. And then he messaged me and he said, do you have any questions? And that's all it took. I was like, oh my God, I have so many questions. (laughs) And... I think, you know, it's just so important to trust that. Like there is, like you said, that masculine end energy, it shifts. So now you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever it takes because Um, I got my back against the wall. People are like, oh, we're always doing stuff and you're always hustling and you're doing so good. And I was like, honey, I don't have a choice. Like bring it, put your back against the wall. You know, that's why you're not getting anywhere is because you're continually to be in a position where you don't have to get to that next level. And and then it gets obsessive. You're like, like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. What else can I spend one million dollars yes. on? Okay, <laughs> last part, I want to get into coaching and mentoring. I know that you are just, obviously from this whole entire podcast so far, you're just an amazing example. Like everything that you have done and learned from the process that you have. I love all your, your content about mindset. And honestly, what you talk about, like when you're a speaker on the mastermind, it's like with HoneyBook and strategy and all of that kind of stuff. When it comes to coaching and mentoring, what is something that you find a lot of people wanting to or needing help with? Oh my gosh. It's definitely the confidence and it's definitely planning. For me, I know for myself back in the day, I used to always write my to-do list or, you know, some kind of idea or project. And I would just have a notebook that looks like a novel. And I would just kind of figure out, okay, well, these are the things that I need to get done for my business. And I really wouldn't know how to project manage. And I really wouldn't know, you know, well, where should I prioritize my time? first. So what ended up happening for me and which is how I embedded into my programs, like any kind of like freebies, any courses or programs is I try and break down like organization on the back end with like workflows, systems and automation in a way that I would be able to um, understand it because I'm personally a kinesthetic learner. So I need to like see it, feel it, know why, who, what, where, when, why, everything about it in order for it to be beneficial to me. So I try and cater to that way so everybody who has different learning styles can understand it. But um, that's one thing that is definitely a major thing that I see needed in the in the aspect of working with some people. But other than that, confident. And it's mostly like the self-doubt, thinking that they are not, you know, in a place where they have the time or they're not ready yet. And for me, any stage that I got into my business, I felt like I wasn't ready. I felt like I was like an imposter and we really need to step out of our comfort zone and master, you know, what challenges we have right here in order to 
get to the next place that we're supposed to go because that knowledge is going to be helpful along the way. So those are just the two things that are big pieces because if you don't have that confidence, whatever you're learning in your business, like I feel like it's not going to work for you if you don't have the confidence in yourself. Oh, that's so true. (laughs) I'm obsessed with you. Do you have any small like exercises that you do with people? Like, I don't know. There's one thing that I personally do for me. I don't really do any exercises. I have been thinking about getting into some. I have been thinking about doing like meditations, like just like recorded ones. I, oh my gosh, I have one, but I have not released it <laughs> because I'm just like, I don't know, like getting into the meditation world. Like, I don't know. Is this good? I don't know. But one thing I love to do is just kind of do like a reflection. I like to write down, you know, okay, like what am I afraid about? What am I worried about? What's keeping me stuck? What's keeping me blocked? And I write everything down on paper and then I write down, okay, well, if this happens, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, well, what's the best thing that can happen if this happens, right? And I would just kind of play it out on paper first because, you know, like when things are in our head, like it can be 10 times worse in our head. And when we put it on paper, you're like, oh, like it's really not that big of a deal, you know? So that's one thing that I like to do. I'll probably be adding in a lot more, you know, personalized practices that people can do. But I just like to do things on the spot. But that's one thing that has really helped just kind of like clear any kind of mental blocks around what I'm trying to do. Well, I love that. That's one of my favorite things too, because I always tell people like, you know, you have all these thoughts in your head and you're trying to process them, but you can't, you know, you have to like, when, get you, yeah, when you put it a pen on paper, one, your subconscious mind is programming it more, but you're actually knowing what's going on in your head and, and recording your dreams and stuff like that too. Those are crazy. I haven't done any, that's another thing I want to learn more about. My, oh my gosh. My assistant always tells me about that. She was like, or she does like a dream journal and she like records her her dreams and I was like what I was like okay she was the one who actually got me into like astrology and everything and I was like oh my gosh you're amazing <laughs> right there's so yeah. many things oh gosh I can talk to you forever I feel like okay Jasmine I think we're gonna have to do a part two I'm, so, I'm just like so obsessed with you I, especially and when we do a part two it'll be more about the coaching side yes. and all of that kind of stuff but oh, I'm so excited but last thing I want to talk about is what are you doing now like I know like we're specifically shut down in San Diego I don't know about how you're at right now but like obviously a lot of things are shifting virtually like where is the focus for you going right now yeah so the focus for me right now so as you guys know or or if you don't know I have a bridal hair and makeup team I have been transitioning out of my bridal business so I can just do all of the admins so I can spend all of my time and energy with my beauty and the network coaching business so things that I have coming up is I am going to be doing a new service. It's going to be some intensives, but I have a kind of like a baby teaser that's happening this month. It is going to be a two-day workshop where I get to nerd out with you all about the foundation of your business and marketing and showing up on video and using collaborations to grow, scale, and build your bridal beauty business. But aside of that, I am just, you know, taking every day as I can. We're still um, open here in South Carolina, but I am transitioning myself more into the virtual world 
into 2021, which I'm super excited about. Oh, this makes me so excited because, you know, obviously where your energy boat goes, money flows or something. I can't remember my own quote right now. But it's so true. Like the fact that you're putting like your other passion like to the side right now, just so you can focus more on this. It's huge. And I, I think that's really important like for people to know because like that's a lot of energy that you're giving people. You know, that's a lot of undivided attention, not only of like when you're actually working with people, but like when you're not working with them, you're still learning and all these things. And people don't yeah. realize that like, especially if you're a coach and a mentor, like you're always learning, you know, oh, yeah. in order to be better with for other people. And I want to know a little bit more about the workshop. So you have two coming up, right? And a day back to back. Yes. So this is a two day workshop and day one is you're going over the foundation. So this is perfect. If you don't have a business plan or a business strategy, I help you map out, you know, what your business is all about, help you come up with the vision of where you see your business going for like the next three to five years, your values, all of the nitty gritty, because, you know, when you're building a business, you have to look at it like a house. You can't put the roof on before you have the the, the four walls, right? So that's what day one is all about, getting clear on your prices so that you're pricing yourself sustainably, because that was a big mistake that I made when I first got into the beauty world. I had prices that didn't support (laughs) me. So that's day one. Day two is all about marketing, showing up. I talk a lot about utilizing collaborations. So I share a ton of information on how you can grow, scale, and build your business without needing ads to help you get visible. And I help you give you a sustainable way of actually utilizing the create the calendar that we create for yourself so that you can show up every day and you know where you're supposed to be focusing your time and energy in your business. And you're going to be able to increase your free time because I am all about, you know, cutting my work days uh, shorter because I used to be hustle queen, as you guys heard. So I'm all about, you know, just getting back that life balance and just having more time to enjoy yourself. Oh, chills. I get so excited. I still want to point it out, like the fact that you're like the hustle, 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 but you're learning to balance and Mm -hmm. being that example and teaching other people to balance because there's so many people, there's only two people in the industry, people who are really struggling to get started or just to get their business off the ground. And then there's people who are making a lot of money, but they get stuck in that workflow. And so having that balance, guys, it's so key. So if you're one of those people, I 110% think you should hop on this, uh, the workshop. I specifically love doing promotions. Like I love when people invest this time and energy into themselves, especially with the new year coming. I don't think everyone, re- oh yeah. And you're big on astrology too. So like, you- I don't even know like a lot about astrology and I'm trying not to like learn more about yeah. it. <sighs> I'll just geek out and have more things on my mind that I want to learn about. But long story short, there is a shift happening in the universe right now. And, oh, yeah. you know, if you've been following all of my social media, like, yeah, I know I post numbers and all that stuff, but like, there's a lot of people who I know who are very, very successful that are just going through some shiz right now and <laughs> read some crazy stuff, like crazy out of nowhere, like adversity and all this stuff. But it's actually because all of this negative energy is clearing out because there is huge I think it's December 21st is when like I don't know the, the full moon oh yeah oh, that's when this podcast because we just because we just had a new moon we just had a new moon like a day ago or something like that I'm so giddy this is so exciting. so guys like I can't even explain work with people who are aligned like I'm going 110% gonna recommend Jasmine like I think I want to say for the for the first person who jumps on your call on the 20 29th right I want to throw in 
just a session with me too. Like I'm big on money mindset coach and just helping you guys break down those money blocks. And I 110% think that every single person should invest this time, energy, money, like into yourselves. Cause what happens on a universal level when you invest those three things is that mm-hmm. there's a shift. You start to shift oh, yeah. your paradigm. And once you can make that, whether you're investing, I think my workshop is like 1111, like my little manifesting workshop, 1111. Yeah. It's not about the money. It's about the energy behind it. And again, mm-hmm. like what we said before, like when you invest in yourself, it becomes addictive because you're like, wow, what do I right. do next? So first person who gets on her workshop and just use my code. Can you do codes? Like, Well, they can DM me. Okay. Yeah. Just tell them makeup mentor podcast sent you and you heard about it from here and you'll get a free coaching call with me. This is only for the first person who jumps on her webinar. So gosh, I have one last question for you. This is going gears toward my money mindset coaching. And you know, this question just helps us no matter where you're at in your industry, like where you're at in your business, just think from that abundant mindset and tap into your intuition. So the question is, if you, Jasmine, had $1 million, like an extra $1 million, you don't, it's not taxed (laughs) because I always get that question. You know, right now it is Wednesday. I think it's like four, almost five o'clock for you. right oh it's Mm -hmm. yeah and you know you still have your business you're still coaching you still have the bridal business like right now what would you do oh my gosh I would start a nonprofit. what that's literally have been like that has been on my list for like ever since I started my business like yeah absolutely gosh would you buy it's on my bucket list I love that yeah the reason why I ask that is because usually usually whatever comes up first for you and you start doing that you take action on that then that's when the money will come like you'll have a massive money breakthrough I don't know how to explain it but like I don't know that just sounds amazing I'm super excited I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast to have you in my circle somebody who understands this work life because it's crazy so I just want to thank you again for being on the podcast podcast and sharing your knowledge with us guys please please screenshot this share it tag jasmine what's your instagram i'm sorry how can they find you <laughs> yeah you can find me over at beauty and the network and then your podcast is the same correct yes it's the same beauty and the network yay awesome thank you so yes. much for being on love absolutely Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Makeup Mentor Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, if it helped educate you, or it just changed your perspective in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now. Take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at the Makeup Mentor Podcast, and you will be rewarded with a free journal prompt just for sharing. Or you can head over to my website and learn about working with me one-on-one, breaking down those money blocks, taking your business to the next level, and possibly even being a guest on the show. Thank you guys again so much for listening to this episode, and we will see you next week.